Welcome back, bitches! Welcome back, you guys, to our second episode. Round two. <laughs> we did not get recasted after the pilot. The studio decided to keep us both, so... We're really, it yeah. would be really, really, really tragic if we would have gotten recast. Yeah, I would have I would have cried about it, I'm not gonna lie. I would have, too. What's it, your favorite, like, time somebody's gotten recast after a pilot? Oh, my God. Because personally, I love the uh, Pretty Little Liars. liars. <laughs> yeah, Jason, J- Jason, um, Toby, and Jenna all got recasted after the pilot. Oh yeah, honestly, no, probably that because they just. Re- I just think it's like funny that they recast everybody. No, they said if you're not these original four bitches, you can. You're be re- getting you're getting recast, and honestly, so. And I honestly, hey, okay. I can only. I honestly only know ever know like that instance, and then the Gossip Girl instance where Blair's mom got recast. That's it. I can't think of any other recastings either. Yeah, like I not don't a know. single one. I'm sure there are. There definitely is. I just haven't watched enough that's, to pay attention. That's another episode for another, another day. time. Um but yeah, this is our second episode. This is our second episode. Today we're gonna be covering Funny You Should Ask. By oh gosh, I thought I wrote the author's name down. I, I literally not. have the book. Elisa Sussman. Yes. I hope that's I think yeah. Girly, I hope that's right. I if hope that's not, right, babe. If it, that's not roast me. Yeah. I think it's funny that I always love reading, like, the um, author bios in the back and seeing mm-hmm. how self inserty their characters are. I mean, this one, she also went to Sarah Lawrence for undergrad. And then, so this is really self Yeah, she said... Um, I write what I know. Yeah, she's a Jewish lady, writing about a Jewish lady who went to Sarah Lawrence and got her MFA. And, yeah, so... That, yeah, I, I do... I do always think that's really funny because I'm like, I'm like, girly, it's giving Wattpad, but in a good way. It's giving Wattpad, but elevated. It's giving archive. <laughs> it's, it's elevated. Elevated. It's giving, it's giving yeah. elevated. It's giving, we, hey, I, I am a Wattpad consumer. Me as well. Except for have, when I am not. I still have that app downloaded. Yeah, me too. Except, except for when I'm not a Wattpad consumer. Yeah. The ads on those now, these days. Ooh. Yeah. Also, like, I just think that, like, a lot of the really popular Watt, like, books that came, like, straight off of Wattpad, they got mm-hmm. published, are horrific. See after. See, uh, Colleen Hoover. I don't know if those yeah. came straight off of Wattpad, but they it's feel like they those did. vibes. Didn't she get that one side set, shut down? She got Z-Lib shut down. Which is just, like, an affront to college students everywhere. No, it is. I, did we talk about that last episode? I think we might have. Um, we might have. I don't know. I there's, Sorry if we talked about that last time. It needs to be said again. There's. I agree. Also, me and Mike talk so much in between. We really do. It's like, it's hard to keep up what we have said to each other and what we have not said to each other. And also, we do like recycle joke, like, we bits jokes. and jokes yeah. just like over and over again. Because we're, well, also, because like, we'll be like, we'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 put that Save in. Save it for the pod. Put that in. Put that, put, remember that. Remember that little for later. So start thinking about. What jokes you think are recycled? And what jokes you think are all natural? Because <laughs> there's a lot of all naturals, I will say. Yeah. I will say. I, I will say. say. Well, okay. Well, Mike, what have you been reading other than funny you should ask? That's a good question. Keep being curious about some questions. Um, I've been reading. Mike is pulling up their Goodreads account. I am. I'm in fact, <laughs> really going, you, can't, you can't see this, viewers at, or listeners at home. If you were viewers, you probably could see it. But to, we're not we're not those girlies. I don't think we'll ever be those girlies. We might. What if we get like a cute little studio? Well, that would be cute. That would be cute. Are you not connected to who is I, Josh Groban? I am, in fact, connected to who is Josh Groban. What is the password? We can't tell because then you'll know. Then you'll know. But my uh, Wi-Fi is called who is Josh Groban. If you don't know what that's from, you can't hang. You re- truly can't. Okay. Maybe do some research. 
I pulled them up. I've pulled up what I'm reading. Sorry okay. that, that took so long. Um, I am reading like four books right now. I'm Slim. reading Just Like Home by Sarah Gailey. I'm reading Her Body and Other Parties by Carmen Maria Machado. Slay. Have you gotten through the first little essay? Yes. Interesting. I read that one a long time ago just because for Halloween, a lot of people were just wearing ribbons. And I was like, well, I need to know why people are wearing yeah. ribbons. What was the color? Green. Yeah. It's a green ribbon. It's a green ribbon. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, and then continue. I'm also reading Horror Store by Grady Hendrix, whom I love. I fun fact about me, he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo little freak, and I enjoy his books. Yes. I will not, I will say I didn't love Final Girl Final Girl. Final Girl <laughs> Support Club as much as I as much as I would have liked. Um, I think that a lot of people's issue with that book is that it is definitely written to be into yeah. movie. Yeah, it's, like, it would make a really good movie. Yeah, it is definitely like scripty. Yeah, it is. It's kinda wacky too. Yeah, notice, and it's great, and I loved it. But I also really liked Final Girls by Riley Sager. I should read that. It's, I think a lot of people say that like they're like very similar. They're not. I think that they're extremely different. Extremely, extremely different. Scream. But I, it, the Scream the, franchise, the, the hit franchise. <laughs> Rest in peace, Wes Craven. R.I.P. Um, Wes. <laughs> um, but I think I think that there are a lot of key differences, and like they both really have their niche in the way that they write. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Molly, what are you up to? What um, are you reading? I've been making my way through the Taylor Jenkins Reid universe. You have, in fact. Yeah. Um, I'm about to finish. Carrie Soto is back. I is she back? It's to be determined. Okay. Okay. Tr- truly. Um, I haven't read it, but it's pretty good. I enjoy. It. I know a lot of people don't like the tennis of it all. It is very tennis heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go sports. Yeah. Um. I didn't know there were so many different turfs of tennis, but now I do. Yeah. Um. I've read Malibu Rising. I liked and enjoyed that. Loved that. Um. I read Seven Husbands. That was good. Uh. I cannot. I've tried to read Daisy Jones of the Six. It's on my nightstand, but it's just like I can't get into the interview format, which is See, interesting. I think I would like that. Yeah. I'm just like the interviews are really disjointed in the first, like at least the one. The ones that I've read, I'm just like, who is interviewing who and, like, what's going on? But I do want to read it before the show comes out. So I will read it, but... It might take me a second. Yeah, it may take me a second. I'm also, like, a hundred-something pages into the secret history. Had to take a break because I don't know Latin or Greek. And I just needed a minute. Hey. I just needed a minute to decompress. But I'll, I'll be back. Hey, that's life. I, but, I, yeah. I, I, will, I think it's really funny. Um, me and Molly are really in our own, like, niches of, like... Molly's in her Taylor Jenkins Reid universe mm-hmm. uh, era, and I'm in my psychological thriller. Yeah, but I would really say Riley Sager. Yeah. I'm also, like, I have another Riley Sager book on my um my nightstand right now, but I'm trying to finish just like home before I start getting into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have cult classic on my nightstand, which some people say is a rom com. I think there's too the plot is too intense to be a rom com pers- personally. Um. You can debate that in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> I know that there's not comments below, but in my head that there's com- there's comments the below. The comment being your minds. Yeah, the comment being, I don't know, shoot us an email. Shoot us an email. Send us a hate, send us a hate email about yeah. how Cult Classic is a rom-com. I don't know. Do whatever you want. <laughs> hey. Truly do whatever. Hey, it's your life. It's your it's life, buddy. Your life. <laughs> I won't. It's yeah. Anyways, that was a good Glee song. Thank you. It was a good Glee song. Yeah. They really did. They really did a good a good mashup with that one. They did. I love the mashup episodes. Anyway, anyway, it's so good. What I know you I know you were trying to finish that thought. No, <laughs> Molly, we're gonna finish that because because the mashup episodes 
are the best. Is, was that the vitamin C episode? Vitamin D. Ah. I'm walking on sunshine. I can see a halo, halo. Yeah. Like, that was great. Yeah. That, that was, was great. great. That was a really that good episode. Great. Season two, we get Sam in the mashup. So good. Uh, Shrouty mouth. Yeah, season three mashups, you know, were, you know, helped us figure out if it was going to be New Directions or Treble Tones. So good. Now we'll stop because I'm going to get into too much Glee lore. And this is not a Glee podcast. It's not a Glee podcast. I wish it was. But also, I like this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm content. You're content here? That's good. I'm content here in this moment with this. Good. With with this genre. Genre. Because this is the podcast you have. Yeah, this is the podcast I have. I feel like if it was a Glee podcast, it would be three-hour episodes. Yeah, and also, like, three people would watch it or listen to it. <laughs> One of them would be Ryan Murphy. One of them would be. <laughs> He'd be like, anything to see some praise. No, 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 no. He'd eat it, eat it up, eat it up, eat it up. He needs to retire. So Evan Peters can live. enjoy his life. <laughs> can live without the fear of being pulled back in. <laughs> I don't know what Ryan Murphy has on Evan Peters, but Evan... It's not worth it anymore. If you need help, let us know. <laughs> I was the Golden Globe worth it, Evan? The answer is no. It's a fucking Golden Globe. Because because did y'all? I don't know if the viewers at home saw that man at the Golden Globes. He looked he looked so sad. He said, "Please, I want to go home." <laughs> Where is home, Evan? I bet he doesn't even know anymore. God. Now we'll start talking about... <laughs> now we'll start talking about Funny You Should Ask. Funny You Should Ask. Funny You Should Ask. I think that the book title is also just, like, really fun to say. Um, I, my partner slash our producer <laughs> asked asked me, oh, what's, like, the next book you guys are, like, or, what, you know, what's the book you guys are reading? And I was like, oh, Funny You Should Ask. And he was like... Tell me, what's the book? Yeah, he was, he was like, I'm waiting. And I was like, oh... No, that's the name of the book. Yeah. I could see how that was confusing. Like, it was like, it was a bit. It was a bit, ma'am. And now every time somebody asks what the next episode is about, we say funny you should ask, and we, like, make sure that they get that the book title, and sometimes it did come off a little condescending. We would just but... go, funny you should, yeah, no, like, last night. Yeah, like, last we, night. We, would, we, did, we went out to dinner with some of our friends last night, <laughs> and they were like, oh, you know, like, what's the book you guys are reading? And I went, funny you should ask. Yeah. And they were like, they were like. I was like, oh, that's the name of the book. And they were like, I got that. Yeah, they're like, I got it. And, and I was like, like, I was like, heard. Okay, girly pop. Heard. Girly pop, girly pop, I'm glad you got it because Joe did not. Yeah. <laughs> it went okay. over his head. But yeah, how did you how did you enjoy this book? Um, I consumed it in two hours. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that that's like a like a key thing to, you know, if you can't put it down. Don't. Yeah. And like <laughs> if you just like, you know, you can breeze through it. I, and I did. There were things about it. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I just found it had trouble like landing the plane at the end. That's what. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. But I feel like a lot of romance books have that issue though. Yeah, especially because okay, so this one is like a kind of then and now. We go in between their past and in between their future. So do we want to do the ADHD recap right now? We'll do our ADHD recap, um, and then you know we'll get. Into the segments. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so we'll get into our segments, and we can kind of talk more about where we think the plane didn't land. Mm-hmm. So the plane didn't crash, you know. It 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 was really it was like a spirit landing though. Yeah, it was a little I, iffy there. Yeah, I don't know if y'all have ever been on like a spirit flight. I've only flown Delta. I've I uh, I've done it once, <laughs> one time. Spirit. Yeah, one time. Was it out of. It was I think out of um. It was when we went to California. Word. It was like. 
one time. Did you feel like Alaska Airlines? Yeah, I flew in Alaska, I flew in American, I flew in Delta. I've only ever flown Delta because that was the only <laughs> only plane Airport available. In Delta, in Delta, in Al- yeah. Alabama. Um, but yeah, anyways. Anyways, yeah. ADHD recap. ADHD recap. <laughs> okay, so we will start with explaining that this is this is fully past and present. Like you yeah. get past and present. It's like ten years ago and now. Yeah. Um, and ten years ago is like 2013, I think. Yeah, and sometimes it gave it, that. It it, sh- it shows. Like, you mentioned that polka dot dress. Yeah. Oof. Also, just like the way they're talking about, like, I guess, like the way they're talking about men. It's like how yeah, they're talking about men. Yeah. Like it's like it's like really 2013. Like you know, oh, he's so muscly and beefy, and I don't know. It's like and big. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, girl, calm down. No, no, no. It's yeah. But, it was giving very much. Yeah, 2013. But our our premise our premise is, is that our leading character honey mm-hmm. interviews super hot mega star <laughs> handsome beefy cutie all-american gabe parker who's about to become the next bond yes but he's american so that's a thing yeah it's big it's a big, big thing move. yeah and she's like you know been doing like uh pieces like you know like celebrity interviews and- yes and you know getting a lot of weird comments in her life about how she's not a real writer now she'll never be a real writer. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's doing her own thing. It interviews Gabe. Mm-hmm. Goes on this, like, She has a massive crush on. Yes. He, like, he, she, he was her lock screen. Yeah, he he was her, you know, like, her hall, hall pass. pass. yeah. Um. So she's like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. And then ends up spending, like, the whole weekend with him. Mm-hmm. And we get, like, bits of the weekend throughout the book. Yeah, it flashes from, like, some bits of the weekend mm-hmm. to now... Mm-hmm. Because ten years later, she is asked to interview him again mm-hmm. um, as his career is kind of coming to a bit of a halt after some stints in rehab. And yeah. He, he's divorced his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that he got married. That he got married to. Uh, the day or two after. After the article was published. Yeah. Which is a thing. Yeah. And apparently, um, this is based off the 2011 GQ mm-hmm. interview with Chris Evans, who was interviewed by Edith. Zimmerman mm-hmm. and I skimmed some of the article and yeah, like their weekend has a very similar vibe to the, yeah. the weekend presented here, and I think that's very interesting. Yeah, because like I I did not know this. Molly showed me this article maybe like twenty minutes before we came in. And I was like, oh no, this is the same. This is the same yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. This is the same like, weekend. It starts out like they were just getting like a meal and then and go to like a brewery. Uh huh. Go to a brewery, eat a burger, get a brewski. Brewski. I need a brew it, bro. She was no. Um, honey was so real for getting a sour. So real. Disagree. Girl. Disagree. I'm a sour girl. <laughs> Are you a sour girl? <laughs> that pretty little life. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Um. No. Um. I'm a real boy. I'll drink. I'll drink brews, bro. No. I'll drink a lager, bro. Mm-hmm. No, but the weekend was the same. No, it was. Yeah, so they, they go to her brewery, and then she, like, goes to his house, and she, like, plays with his dog, yeah. and then she goes to a movie premiere with him. And, and they then, go to the after party. Yeah, and then she ends up staying at his house. The next day. Yeah, and... After a party. Yeah, and everyone, like, throughout, like, the 10 years of her career, she's, she's like, published, like, two short essay books and stuff like that. Um, It's like, oh, you know, what happened that weekend with Gabe? Like, you know, yeah. it's, like, being like, you guys did it that weekend. There's no way you didn't. Because, like, the chemistry that, you know, the way she's writing about him... I didn't really see that. It just seemed no, like they like, had a nice weekend together. It just seemed like they had a nice weekend. And I, well, when, like, that first mm-hmm. bit comes up, when it, like, shows you part of the article, I truly was like, is this how these, like, interviews are written? Because the way it was written, I was just like, huh? But um, after reading that 
the Chris Evans article, yeah, that's how those are written. And also, like, it definitely seems like she had a crush on him, you know? Yeah. But I don't think, like, it doesn't. It doesn't read like they fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. It does not read like they did it. And also, like. That's just a weird question to ask someone. Yeah, and to, like, this is, like, a thing. She has imposter syndrome now. Hard. Because she's like, this is all I'm ever going to be known for. Uh, that, and then she does an, a coming out article for Gabe's best friend. Um, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. He's British. He's British. He's British. And then she does, like, her short essays. Um, but, like, in all of the interviews for the essay collection, like, they always just ask about Gabe. Yeah. And it's kind of like, they had this weekend together, and, like, but I think she she did think there was something there, and then he got married to his co-star, yeah. like, right after, and I think- they did have a weird- like instance instance yeah and it's just a sex instance that they clarify at the end of the book which i think is really funny it is really funny but yeah like her whole career is kind of like she think hinges on whether or not if not for the like the gabe parker interview like would she had the opportunities that she has now and is like her whole career just based off this one guy and it doesn't help that she she broke up with her boyfriend Mm -hmm. like for the gabe parker interview yeah a few weeks before and fun th- Gabe Parker is obsessed with her writing. I think, do you, okay, this is what I wanted to ask. Did you think that um, he was obsessed pre-interview? Yes, he, or do you think he did research for the interview? No, no, no. He definitely, like, li- liked her writing because he read the thing about the dragons. Yeah, but I, but do you think, like... And he was like, no, I really liked that. Yeah, no. I, I know he, like, liked her writing, but I think he never would have found it if she wasn't going to interview him. Because I think he, like, heard that Honey was going to interview her interview him and then did like research on the girly i mean yeah i guess when you put it that way yes but i, I definitely think he liked it like i think he got like obsessed um, yeah. with it because he was like reading her blog yeah like that's oh my gosh yeah he was reading her blog and like oh like like being like oh what about your shitty ex-boyfriend essentially the novelist yeah and that's what that's yeah. her pin name for the him. novelist um and um yeah, she breaks up with him before the interview, and then after, you know, Gabe gets married, she gets back with him. And moves He's, to New York. Yeah, which she, like, talks about how much she would hate moving yeah, to New York. Yeah, and, like, that first interview, mm-hmm. they that was one of the big points that they talked about. How they hate New York. Oh, and also, Gabe's, like, comeback project is doing a remake of The Philadelphia Story. Which, which is, is something they bond over. In the first interview. Yeah. Well... She tells him that it's a good movie. Yeah. And he watches it, and he's like, you're which right, it is a isn't, good movie. Isn't, like, a you know yeah newfound opinion the philadelphia yeah. story is a classic yeah <laughs> but well, like, it was something cute to bond over yeah and um it's kind of like he gets into it kind of like he does that project because of yeah because of her because yeah. he he does like um he also values the shit out of her opinion yeah exactly like there's the storyline between the main, ca- main character um of the philadelphia story and her dad yeah he kind of like fixes and makes less misogynistic and fucking weird yeah in the remake but yeah i liked the dual timelines and like no no, no that kind was of really uncovering good. like what actually happened because i mean the whole time you kind of are thinking well like well what did, did they? they do like what and happened they, and the thing is that they didn't they do did, it yeah they kissed and i was he it's it's a, it's funny <laughs> it's funny yeah yeah it's funny um <laughs> it's just like a big misunderstanding we'll get to that in a, in bit. a bit yeah but um yeah, no, she ends up going to New York, gets married to Jeremy, the mm-hmm. novelist. The novelist. And he's horrible to her, and it actually, like, so, actually abusive. Yeah, like, the way he talks to yes, her. Yes, and, like, actually actually verbatim says, you wouldn't have a career if you didn't sleep with Gabe Parker. We all know you slept with no. Gabe Parker. You're a whore. 
in front of people. In front in, of people. At in a party. Front of, in, no, no, no. It was, it was at a bookstore. It was in front of a fan of Honey's. Yeah. Because he thought that the girl was going to ask, ask him, him about for his, an autograph. his book. Because he was trying to write his second book. And she asked Honey. Yeah. And was talking about how inspirational um, Honey's writing was for her. And so, yeah. So he just, like, completely, like, verbally assaulted her in front of one of her fans which is just like super freaking weird and gross and i hated it and i hope that uh the author doesn't have a gross boyfriend like that i i hate had to a gross say boyfriend. she probably did and girly pop you deserve better I'm, you deserved better you did everyone who has a shitty boyfriend like that deserves better. better i think yeah i'm like 99 percent sure um the author had like a really shitty boyfriend um that was also a writer and made fun of the fact that she wrote ya because before this this is um elisa's like first uh novel that's like adult fiction there she's only ever written why before so i think a lot of the insecurity that you see and honey is something that, that was yeah. yeah no and that makes a lot of sense because i don't know that's like the biggest takeaway from this book imposter syndrome mm-hmm. i think both yeah both gabe and honey really feel that because like gabe never thought he should play bond no he never thought he should play anything no he was like i'm literally just some dude i'm just a guy i'm just a handsome guy <laughs> Yeah. Just a handsome guy. Anyway, that was like a really long ADHD. Yeah, no, and just like yeah, you just see them kind of like rekindle their romance, and it's there's like no conflict. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's, there's like conflict, but like it's not like third act conflict where no. they just like essentially break up and have to be like apart for no reason. Yeah, it's not like, like that. I will say some of like the um especially the part where they met back in like New York for when he was um on Broadway. Yeah, that whole misunderstanding. I was just like. Y'all need to sit down and talk to each other because I feel like if Gabe explains that, like, it was, like, was it Jacinda? Yeah. Yeah, Jacinda. If he just explained that it was, like, a transactional relationship between the two of them, I feel like things would have been a lot better. But they never just sat down and did that. Also, he didn't ha- I don't think he should have ever married her if he felt that way about... No. Yeah, no, he shouldn't have. Anyways. But, yeah, that was our that was our ADHD recap. It was very ADHD this time. It was, it was very ADHD. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Much more so than Beatrice. Definitely. I feel like but. also, like, this was our first time reading this. It's kind of hard to, like, pinpoint the plot on this yeah, one. Yeah, it's exactly easy. what we should have said, but. Hey. We covered some points. We did. We covered it. I think every point. <laughs> um, And now we're going to we're gonna do our fun little. Some segment. Oh, some, another segment. Yeah. Our meet cute ranking. I think that this one, like, the meet-cute, this meet-cute was essentially, you know, they meet for the interview 10 years before, mm-hmm. and then they meet for the interview 10 years later. I think it's very, like, lot, very tumultuous. It is. Like, like it's a lot of inner conflict of going. Because it's kind of, it's not, like, enemies to lovers. It's, like, exes to lovers. Yeah, but they weren't, yeah. Yeah. But they really only knew each other for, like, six days. It was, like, total. Yeah. And. Like, over but the, both years. But their chemistry is really there, yeah. It's really there, and, like, the relationship, like, the opening up that they did to each other, I feel like, just, like, it's just, like, one, just one of those days! Anyways, sorry. It's all about the he say, she say. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. But, um, no, I think, I think it's pretty original. I haven't read anything like this, you know? No, I've never read anything like this either, and I like the, um, it's, I feel like the interview style is a great way for them to, like, get to know each yes. other. Kind of, like, not organically, because it is very contrived, but get e- like there's a reason why they would be asking these questions. Yeah, because so sometimes you're like in the meet cute people tell each other things, and I'm like you would never tell a total stranger that, but because we're in the interview setting, exactly, I feel like a lot more was 
brought out like, yeah. a little more naturally. And I loved seeing, like, you know, like, the bits of articles about, yes. like... I love seeing, like, the differences between what actually happened and what, like, was said between the two of them versus what was printed. And then what the internet was saying about them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it, it also just, like, gives you... It gives you, you just understand the characters so much. Yeah. And you kind of... I don't know. It's like you're seeing the, like, the scoop. You know, so, so how big of a story it was. Yeah, I did say, um, or I did see a lot of issues that people had with this book was about the um, articles and little like snippets of things in between. A lot of people felt like they weren't um, as illuminating as they should be, especially for like Honey's character. I feel like I feel like we got to know a lot about Gabe and G- what Gabe really wanted, and like I feel like I do have like a good picture of who Gabe is as a person. But I feel like, honey, I didn't get the same. I think that that was kind of, like, the point. I know, I th- yeah. I, th- I think, like, her blog was supposed to, like, only, like, just on the nose, like, tell you what was going... Like, it it, it gave... She she was giving Jenna Hamilton from Awkward with her blog. Yeah. Like, we're just... <laughs> and, like, also, like, it makes... It's just to make her, like, seem, I guess, like, pretty... Tr- just, like, transparent. It mm-hmm. also kind of seems like she didn't want to be known... Yeah, cause just for Gabe Parker. The whole thing was like, um, in that first interview, she kind of offhandedly mentions just like to the readers how she think it would be fun to be famous, and then she gets like a taste of it with going to the premiere and being written about. She hated, and it. she didn't like it. But like, at, like there was no going back after that interview. Like everyone, yeah, like knew her at least in like literary and like movie community. And that's why she wrote, you know, with everyone having pin names in her life. She, I, I think she wanted to be really secretive and like. I think that a good bit of her character is being closed off. I don't, I don't, I don't know if she wanted to be, she definitely wanted to be closed off, but I did feel like she wanted to be known because that's the whole, um. But I think that that's why the blog was the way it is. Yeah, I agree. But I do feel like. Because it kind of gives you a taste of both. Yeah, it does give you a little taste of both. But there's that whole conversation she has with Jeremy and like saying that her and Jeremy like do have things in common. Like Jeremy also wants to be. Not necessarily famous, but he wants to be known for his writing. And I feel like Hani definitely is the same in that way. Yeah. But that was But that's what she wants to be known for. That's yeah, why I like the blog. So I just I, I see I see that criticism, but I also think that like they kind of want you to see the rise and like the author wants you to see the rise and fall of Gabe. Oh, for sure. And yeah. that's why we kind of like see a lot of it because Honey never falls. She, yeah, she's kind of like in the same place mm-hmm. for a while. Because, you know, she just goes back to Jeremy, and she's just unhappy like she was yeah, in she the past. Yeah, she's writing for the Broadstreets. Yeah. That, yeah. And she's writing, like, her, you know, her essays, but they're not what she wants to write. No, she wants to write fiction. Fiction. And, like, fantasy. Yeah. So, um, I... Anyway, this kind of moves into our <laughs> next segment. Yeah. Which is ranking the love interests. So, again, we're going to do, like, a femme and mask for the segment. Yeah. Here, it's a lot more, like, traditional. It's, <laughs> like, it's who's, really like, traditional. Who's the femme and who's the mask? But, um... Honey, on a scale of, uh, like, normal not like a, to, not, to, like other to girls. not like other girls. I think, I think she thinks she's not like other girls. But she's exactly. She's exa- exactly, like, she's like exactly like every other girl. I, uh, hold on, I wrote down one quote from, uh, the blogs that she did, and how she was talking about, like, puzzling, and how she always starts from the edges, and she said, I want to create boundaries and context for whatever I'm making, I want to know where it will end. And this is, like, the one blog where I was just like, girl, everyone starts puzzles from the boundaries. Yeah. Who the fuck starts a puzzle from the middle? She said, she said, I'm trying to be a writer. I'm trying to be, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say things. And, like, I, I know she was did. wanting to, like, try to, you know, make that simile between life and how she wants boundaries just, for and, life and, and, and wants and to know where relationships will end. But it's like, girl, 
everyone, everyone does that. You're, you're just like every other. You're just like every other <laughs> bitch. It's just yeah. like it's like the I like Gabe Parker is your mega crush. Like, yeah, babe. Yeah, because he's handsome and I he too plays would the boy next door. Yeah. Hello. Like you're. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're, you're just, just like, like other girls. girls. But I didn't like a lot of people found I her character annoying. I'm eating a burger. I can see why because you know she's really giving the I'm not like other girls. Yeah. She's like I'm eating a burger. I I eat food. I, you know, my, I, I want to be able to walk into a small bookstore and then hand me a cup of cider and, you know, I want the store to feel like a hug. Bestie, you're saying, like, you, everything you're saying is, like, not an original thought. Yeah, everyone has had that thought before. And not, they're not bad thoughts. People but, have had them yeah, for a reason. It's, like, it's, she definitely had a superiority complex. Yeah. She definitely had a superiority she, complex. She had, like, a god complex, but also was incredibly insecure. Yes. Yes. Which, which is just like other uh, girls. Me. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other girl in question... Is my yeah, <laughs> um, no, it's yeah. I so I can see that. Yeah, I I, I relate to Jeremy. Yeah, ooh, ooh, not Jeremy, but having having a Jeremy, having a Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, um, I I cannot relate. I did not relate to a lot of the things that Honey was saying. I was just like, you're just a gal. No, you're you're just a gal. That's that's like I was reading. I like I only could I only felt connected to her when she was talking about like I guess like liking. The bookstore and like liking, mm-hmm. I guess like writing, you know, yeah. just like the way she was talking about it and like how it just like you I know, felt like a blanket. Yeah. I was like, okay, like that, yeah. Oh, I related to a lot of the parts where she was like, um, and the imposter syndrome, the imposter syndrome. I relate yeah. to the imposter syndrome. I know you do, um, <laughs> and I know you're gonna relate to this too, bitch. But when she when she was like, I'm not scared of being like bad or exceptionally good. Like I'm really scared. I'm always just gonna be in like the middle of just being like okay at things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she didn't and the, I, I think that, that like I think that her imposter syndrome is also why a lot of people did not like her. Because she was I mean being in her head is annoying. Like you're because you're just like girl, you've had this career for ten years. Yes. Just like get up. You're you're a bestseller. You're yeah. a bestseller. You've like, had two essay collections. Who care who cares that people think that you slept with Gay Parker, but like also like I get it. Yeah. But it's I, just, like... It's a lot of conflicting... Yeah. It's just, like, how have you not gotten over this in 10 years, and you're in therapy for it, and it's just... It's, like, a lot. The therapy's not working. It's not working. But, oh, hold on. I also made a note of one thing her therapist... Or she talks about, um... Like, her therapist said something about how she likes to be in anger a lot, because it's, like, an easy feeling, and she said, I don't think she's wrong, but knowing it doesn't mean I'm able to do anything about it. Yeah. yeah that's, like, true. Yeah, Therapy's she, like that. Molly, Molly took a lot of quotes and, like, notes... I did not. I did not. So if you're like Michael, you're just sitting there no, because Molly's Molly's doing the thing. I don't have to. Molly's doing it right now. Because I know the things that I make note of are also the things that Mike's gonna make note of. And I also read the book two weeks before Molly. Did. I did. I read it yesterday, so it's a lot fresher <laughs> on the brain. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I can. I can see a lot of like that for her. I. I will say I liked Gabe a lot. I yeah. Gabe on a scale of do you just need to go to therapy or male wife. And I think, like, he's I very similar he, to Gabe, or to, um, Gus. I, I do think that he falls in the middle. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. and I think, I think we said Gus did, too. Mm-hmm. Because Gabe is an alcoholic. Yeah. You can kind of see, like, in the vins. Like, I was literally, like, as I was reading it, I was like... Every scene, he had I, alcohol in his hands. No, she, she, she caught it every single time. Yeah, she clocked that shit. Yeah, every time. She was like, she was like, you know, his glass is full. His glass is full. Every time she looked at him. Every time she looked at him, and he would just throw them back. Like, I was like... This is. I had like four beers on the yeah. first, and then I was like, he had that flask in his pocket at the uh, at the premiere. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not gonna end well for him, and yeah. it didn't. No, it didn't. It did not. 
And a lot of, like, you know, the downfall of his career was because people were saying horrible things about Honey. Yeah, I just... The way some of those articles are written about, like, Gabe and... I was just like, I can't believe people are saying this shit. Like, talking about his weight gain and his stints in rehab. And then, like, that article about his dad and when his um, brother-in-law died. I was just like, oh, my God. Can y'all give this Leave man a alone. fucking break? And I, I, I mean, it's, like, really telling a celebrity culture, too. Because, like... Th- this is how those articles are written. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like... Th- but, like, the, the wildest thing about Gabe was that, like, he was horrible to his male director on set that hated gay people and women. Yeah. That's, like, that's where he had his meltdown. I and mean, I just can't believe people did not make that connection, especially after the Ollie article came out, and he, um... He was like, yeah, I couldn't be Bond because they wouldn't let me. Because I was gay. Yeah. Um, and I can't believe people didn't make that connection. Oh, that's probably why Ollie's best friend is being rude to this director on set, especially after you hear the, you got the Bond you deserved line. Like, he said that. And how do people not be like, oh, that's why he was horrible? Because he wanted to avenge his fucking best friend. Yeah, and, like... Also, just, like, I think the weight gain is, like, so, like, showing that was, like, the juxtaposition of, like, how much he was objectified. Like, he was on, like. Oh, yeah. The they amount of times they, they mentioned. only talked about his body and, yeah. like, his six-pack abs His and shirt all being things. off and, like, every single, like, article talked yeah. about it. And it, it's, like, I think, I think it was just, like, to juxtapose, like, oh, yeah, no, like, he's just, like, a human being now. He's just a guy. Like, he was, like, yeah. Yeah. He's just a guy. And I think that, like. In that sense, it was, like, pretty pretty accurate, like, just, like, of, like, how celebrity culture is, like, really weird and how it really dehumanizes these people. Yeah, very true. Because what's that Philadelphia uh, story thing they quote where they, they're like, I don't want to be um, worshipped, I want to be loved. Yeah. And how they talk about how those are two different things, especially when it comes to celebrities and how people have that, like, parasocial relationship where they feel like they know these people because they see them in media. Yeah, and that's it, why celebrities are just fucking weird. Like, the idea of, like, celebrities and, like, celebrity culture is just so fucking yeah. weird. I know we've tried to, like, distance ourselves recently, from that yeah. recently. Except for with Pedro Pascal. I will not stop. I will not be stopped. <laughs> I've been here since, like, last since the la- last summer, and it's only getting worse, and now everyone else is hopping, you know, hopping on his dick. And I'm happy. I'm happy. He I'm happy it. that I can shout out from the rooftops and talk to everybody about how handsome he is and how great he is. But, yeah, no, it's it's only a weird thing. And I think that's kind of, like, a big part of this book, too. It's just, like, famousness is weird. Famousness is weird. And, like, and yeah, it is. And that kind and of yeah, moves into our next segment, which is the job segment. Oh, we talk about how, yeah. like, how are these people real jobs? Or is this just, are they, like, candle flower makers? Yeah. Candle, <laughs> I make bath bombs. I make bath bombs. Um, I make mm, organic puppy treats. Not to make fun of anyone that makes bath bombs. No. Get your side hustle, babe. Or your... Main hustle. Main hustle. Keep making bath bombs. I'm going to yeah, buy them. send me a bath bomb. Yes. Yeah, send us two bath bombs, actually. Send me organic puppy treats. Yeah. I want one. Send me some, send me some organic puppy treats. But Sam and Spaghetti would love that. They would. But, again, I feel like this is another no- another novel similar to Beach Read, where their jobs play such a main part of, like, who they are. Yes. People. Yes. Like, yes. It's, like, a part, I would say, of, like, of their conflict. Like, their conflict is based on their jobs. Like, yeah. Gabe did not like the article that honey wrote yeah well he didn't not like it but he, he thought it was well written yeah but, but he had he, issues with the content yeah i think he thought after the um that mate the first meeting and the premiere i i think he thought she was off the clock and she was like no i wasn't yeah and I, honestly like they should have just had a conversation about that and it was weird because even when gabe invited her to that party at his house the day after the premiere he was made a joke that was like bring your camcorder 
So, I mean, I could see why. She, she left it in. She was like, okay, he still, he knows I'm still listening. Yeah, he knows I'm still on the clock. Yeah, I don't. And also, like, he, she made him look so good. No, cause, I mean, a lot of people attribute how well those Bond movies did, especially the first one, to that article. Yeah. And it, like, primed people to see him as Bond. And to, like, fall even more in love with Gabe. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. I, I, which, is, which is, yeah. Yeah, like, I, a lot of their conflict is because... And, like, the problems that they have with themselves is because, you know, Gabe is an actor. He doesn't feel like a real human being because of all the things that he was going through and how the media has, you know, yeah. continuously I mean, shifted on him. And he made that comment where he was like, I don't know who I am when I step step off of a set. He was like, I feel like I'm so focused. And I really know who I am when I'm in front of a camera. But, like, the minute I'm not, I don't I don't really know who I am. I, like, I yeah. And then, you know, Connie's whole thing is, like, I just want to be taken seriously as a writer. I want to write what I want to write, and I want people to like it. Yeah. Or I want people to accept it, not like it. Again, like that that first question she poses yeah. to him about what does success mean to him, and he doesn't really know. And she doesn't really know. Yeah. That. They're like, money. And it's like, babes, come on. And then later, they kind of realize what success is because of, you know, like, they love each other, and they just want to be able to do that. They had to have that person <laughs> to ground them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, I, which I think is, like, really nice. You know, kind of yeah. like their love story. Because I, yeah. They're they, really grounding forces, forces and like supportive forces that they never got. Because they have a lot of the same issues. Like, they really They do. both have that imposter syndrome. And um, I feel like regardless of whether or not like Gabe happened, I feel like Connie would always have that doubt of whether or not she deserved any success she got. Especially because oh. she was with Jeremy. Oh, yeah, no. Because Jeremy literally just like told her over and over again, like, you can't write fiction. You shouldn't write fiction. You're not a real writer. You're like you're a joke. Like literally, told her all of these things. Like I, yeah, Jeremy was is literally like the pretentious, bad version of Gus. I, no, he is <laughs> like the pretentious awful. That's no. Jeremy is what uh in B- Jeremy is what Beach like January and Beach Read thought Gus was. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Points were just made. But... Points were just made. We got there. Um, eventually. Ev- eventually. Um, we never did our location bit. Yeah, that's our... Oh, we never did our location. That's like our... supposed to be like our first one. Or like our second one. Oh, yeah, it's our first one. That's our first one. Oopsies. Sorry, guys. Where in the world are we today? And we're in a lot of places. We actually... And guess what? We tick all of the boxes <laughs> no, today. Because we said there's in like really four places. New York. New York. L.A. Hallmark Town. And we covered three out of the four. We literally... We literally... <laughs> it's, it's a 75% it's, pass rate. It's absolutely hilarious. Because I was reading it and I was like, I was like, okay, we're starting off in Los Angeles. We always start off somewhere in California. Check that box. And then we end up in New York for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit, And yeah. I was like, I was like, you've got to be kidding Another me. fucking box. And then they go to Minnesota. They go to Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? Yeah, it's Minnesota. I thought it was Montana. Oh, it might be Montana. It's Minnesota or Montana. It's a small little country town. Kind of the M, the M states. Yes, and guess what there is? <laughs> Coffee shop, bookshop. Mm-hmm. That is owned by Gabe's family. family. Yes. <laughs> Coffee shop, so- bookshop, guys. Oh, I have a question about this. Okay. That I Coffee shop, bookshop. The coffee shop, bookshop. Okay. The because do you remember the um blog page that um Honey wrote about how her and Jeremy would play the perfect day? Oh my thing, god! Yes. And then he um. She talked about how she, like, wanted the, uh... She wanted the day to end on a, on a cold day mm-hmm. where she can walk into the, the bookstore. They have cider by the door. Mm-hmm. Literally cider by the door. <laughs> uh-huh. And then they ask her if they want her to sign some copies. Of her book. And guess what? <laughs> guess what fucking happened when she goes to Just Minnesota that. or Montana? Just that. 
Just that in Gabe's family bookstore. Literally. They, no, no, no. I read that and I was like, he did that on purpose. Down to the cider. Like, he read that. Um, I was like, he did that on purpose. He, he read that blog post and was such a simp that he said. And he ran for it. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. And the funniest thing is, Honey's been buying books from and getting them delivered to wherever she was living at the time. Only from that bookstore for yeah, years. Even before um the interview, yeah. she was buying books from the Cozy. Which is just like, I like those little details that were throughout the... um throughout the book about about that yeah was... I, I also just like i i really i really i really enjoyed all of their connections to each other and how much they cared for each other even though they were like not talking yeah like, <laughs> like you know they would keep up they would read each other's stories watch each other's movies go to each other's like performances mm-hmm. was... and not tell not no just like you're <laughs> like i'm here but i'm not really here Shh, i work at the bank here is a dollar please don't tell anybody yeah yeah, no, that was it, and I, I don't know, I think it was good, and I... Which, we didn't see a lot of the small town, just because we were... No, we did. I feel like we didn't. We did, we saw Coffee Shop Bookshop. Okay. <laughs> weird, weird restaurant, hunting lodge-esque restaurant where the they steak, eat steaks. Yeah. Uh, they always do it. We went to the, um... The uh, local theater that Gabe and oh, Ollie yeah. are trying to rebuild and uh, start having performances there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we go to this, their small little houses and then Gabe's apartment over the bookstore. Okay. Well, okay, maybe we did. Maybe we did. <laughs> and we meet all of Gabe's family. All of Gabe's the family. The only thing that we don't get in the small town is, like, um, another handsome man that tries to steal honey away. Yeah. But, but we I didn't need that, it. We yeah, didn't need we it. We didn't. We didn't. If that it. happened, I feel like I would just be like, girl, what, what the, the fuck heck? are we doing? Yeah, no, like, what, what, what are we doing? What, what the fuck we? is going on on here on this day? What are we doing? What the fuck is going on on here Thankfully, that didn't happen. It didn't. And we're very happy about it. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't get to see a lot of New York because I didn't. I didn't need it. I didn't. If I saw any more of how awful Jeremy was to Honey, I would. I would have had to stop. That was at, like uh, absolutely like the worst, like the worst and hardest parts to read. Just like how horribly he was treating her, and just had no regard for her self esteem. No, and like she, how she just went back to him because she said that he did all those things, and that's why they originally broke up. And then he just gets worse when they he get just married. Did it again. So I'm like, why did? How bad was it for you that you married that man? Yeah. Well, um, it was, like, overcorrection. Like, that big thing happened with Gabe, and I feel like she felt like the rug was pulled out from under her, so she just went back to something that was comfortable. Yeah. It's just ew. It's just ew. It's just ew. Um, Are we at... Are we at... Friends? friends? Do they have Have them? them? Friends. Do they have them? Are they real? Um, I would say no. I would say no. <laughs> um, I would say friends. Do they have them? Are they real? Is no a hard no, especially for Honey. She has one friend that was a shared friend between her and Jeremy, who's also like her agent. Is she her agent? She's the one that was convincing Honey to do the interview and I tried don't... to hook up the interview. Or, oh. unless I misunderstood. I that. thought she was just being like, "You should," because she was in it? that year of like yes thing or whatever the fuck. She, I think she was just saying you should do it. Okay, well... I can't... That's the only thing that yeah. her friend tells her. Uh, literally. And then Ollie is also her friend, but Gabe is... Gabe's best friend is yeah. Ollie. And she had that, like, one... Her roommate, Joe, from back then, that was, like, again, awful. And did not like her. Did not like her at all. Um, no, but the... I feel like the friends are very transparent in this, like, just surface level. Especially Katie. We don't know shit about her. And Ollie is just there to serve is the, as, Is like, the gayest friend. He's... He's a certified GBF. No, like... It's... Yeah. And then he, you know, and does, doing the thing where he's just like, no, I'm gonna set, like, I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna yeah. just push you guys back together. I'm gonna give you guys the plane. 
I'm when he like fakes that phone call at the steak restaurant. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, I have a phone call. And, and honey's like, your phone didn't even ring. He's like, yes, it did. Bing bing. Bye. Um, but he truly does like not exist outside. No. It, yeah, I would it's, agree with you. I mean, Ollie, Ollie's giving like cunty gay slay, but that's it. But literally, that's it. Like that's his entire character, mm-hmm. and not, that's not to say I didn't like his character because he's definitely like you know serves his purpose and like helping his best friend, you know find this person that mm-hmm. he lo- like get back to this person that he yeah. loves and makes him happy and helping him through his addiction yes. and everything but i just wish that there was more but of him again he's he's only there to help these other characters yeah get to where they need to go it's just so superficial yeah and i wish because I, I liked his character i wish he would have seen more of it and like he would have had more personality at like at all but he doesn't, he doesn't. no so they have friends but, but they're no, not they real. Don't. Yeah, they're yeah. not real people. It's it's upsetting. Oh, oh shoot, shit, you, you guys. guys know what part this is. We're going to talk about the smut. Um, this is just going to be st- straight smut talking. Great smut. Which is upsetting because there's not. Yeah, there's like two... Two scenes. Two sexy scenes. And one of them is cut abruptly short because... Honey's like, oh my god, wait, 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 this is so unprofessional, I'm so nervous, I'm yeah. so confused, and I don't know what's going on. Gabe says the word, like, baby instead of her name, and she's like... And she freaks out about it. She's like, he doesn't even remember my name. <laughs> I'm gonna... He's drunk, he doesn't remember my name, and he prematurely ejaculates. In his pants. And he just kind of, like, gets away, like, huffs... She, he thinks that she noticed. Yeah, she noticed, and she she was like, oh, my God, get off me, you freak. Yeah, and that's he, what he thinks happened. And she was like, oh, my God, he doesn't even like me, and he's a weird, and he doesn't even know who I am. Oh, my God. And that's why she's telling him to stop. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, yeah. And it's just weird. And then she leaves his house. Yeah, and they don't <laughs> the talk for 10 years. Well, they talk one, once. Once. In, in, in between the 10 years. It's awful. Yeah. Um, And then our next spicy scene is literally, like, 20 pages before the end. And uh, it's really underwhelming. I don't really remember it. Uh, it was definitely giving Wattpad. Yeah, it wasn't Fade to Black, but it was a lot of just like... Yeah, no, it wasn't Twilight. It was not... It was not It wasn't Twilight, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Yeah. But it was just like a lot of like... It was Wattpad. Yeah. For sure. Stuff was happening, but stuff wasn't really happening. I I will say, <laughs> Honey says the um, line, I exploded like a star. And that gave me pause. That did give me pause. It was giving Wattpad. I was like, just say you came, babe. I don't know. <laughs> just say it happened for you. Yeah, I don't... And there it was. Bada bing, bada boom. You did not have to say I exploded like a star. That was weird. Yeah. I did not... So, yeah, it it how grossed many, me out. How many spicy peppers out of five would you give this? I would give it one spicy pepper. I feel like we can't give it one because we saw in the bedroom. Like one and a half. I'm giving it one. I'll give it one and a half. I'm giving it one spicy pepper. One and a half spicy pepper. <laughs> one and a half spicy pepper. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, I did. I think that was the, honestly, it could have just gone without it in the book, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially because I feel like um, in this book, like, they have sex, third act conflict happens, just like, honey freaks out and, like, runs away. And then it's resolved all in, like, literally 20 pages. And I feel like we could have used some page space to like have some resolved resolvement. I would agree in it. Because it's it was just I would absolutely yeah, agree with you. That last 20 pages I, was, I just felt rushed. And that's where I feel like the plane didn't necessarily It was like land. Eh, that's yeah. how it landed. It came to like a halt. 
And I was just like, oh, this is the end? Okay. Not to be confused with the silly Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> that we love. That we... It's so funny. It's so good. It's so weird. It's so weird. And the power of Christ compels you. Is it? Is it really compelling? That's how I felt about this. That's This is literally how I felt about that, like, this one scene. I was like, this has been so good. I have been so, like, captivated by this mm-hmm. story. This is horrible. I don't believe it was horrible. It was I underwhelming. Think it, I think it was really, I think it was horrible for, like, people that, like, want, have wanted each other for ten years. Yeah, because, like, they were, like, pining and, like... For ten years, babe. Uh, for, probably for Honey Longer. Because yeah, probably, she, like, fifteen years. For her, but... But, and, like, that's why, I, like, when I was reading it, I was like, this is not how this would happen. Yeah, I don't know. Again, like, the last 20 pages, I was just like, what I needed heck? more. Yeah, no. And I was... feel like a lot of it was, like, I understood kind of why Gabe liked Honey, but I didn't really get why she liked him, you know? Besides the movie, like, star of it all, you know? I just, I just don't think that that's how that, that would have played out. So I, I would say that was horrific. And I hated it. And that's why it gets one spicy pepper, because it's not fade to black. It's not fade to black. Okay. Yeah. So if it was fade to black, you'd give it zero. I would give it zero if it was fade to black. I, honestly, I think it should have been. Yeah, I think it might have benefited from fade to black. If I could have, yeah. It, like, if it wasn't, I don't know, because you wanted that person for 10 years. You would attack them. Yeah, cause they even him a chance. You, he's 6'4". She should have climbed him like a tree. Yeah, cause they, she even mentions how it feels a lot less, uh... Like, frantic than it did the first time. Like, the first scene, she said, felt a lot more, like, frantic and, like, ah. But it should have felt like that ten years. Ten years later, it should have felt like that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Fan cast time. Fan casting. We're fan casting. This is based off of Chris, some Chris Pine. Evans. Chris Evans. Chris There's Evans. so many Chris's. It could be any of the Chris's. I literally could not remember that it was Chris Evans. That's my bad. Yeah. But this is based off of Chris Evans interview. So a lot of people fan cast him, which I think it's really funny because I did not know this. Mm-hmm. So I fan casted Jenny Slate. As uh, Honey. Yeah. And that's funny because. They dated IRL. For a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. And, yeah. And she has that essay collection. Like, funny little weirds or yeah. little whatever the fuck. Then <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's, wait a minute. But I wouldn't <laughs> fan cast on. Chris Evans as uh, Gabe. I would fan cast Scott. Scott Eastwood? Yeah, just based off of how much I like him in rom-coms. And Jenny Slate and his chemistry in that uh, that one uh, Amazon Prime rom-com they did. Oh, I forgot about that. That was good, though. Yeah. That was really good. Their chemistry was really good. Mm-hmm. So I think it would make a lot of sense to do them. Yeah. Because respectfully, I do not think Chris Evans and... Jenny Slate would do that. They wouldn't. I don't. It would be amazing. I would love to see it. I would love to see that unfold. But it would not happen. It would not happen. Because they would actually fall in love. Back in love. It. Yeah, I agree. Scott Eastwood. I was imagining Chris Evans the whole time because I knew it was based off that. I did not. I imagined Scott Eastwood the whole time. Um, but I, I agree with Scott Eastwood. Yeah. I agree. And I was like, oh my god, Jenny Slate is slaying so hard. Jenny Slate is slaying. Um... The whole time I was reading, I did imagine Oliver as a black man for some reason. But then I, after the book, I thought about how dumb I was because they would never cast a Bond, a Bond man. Because they're racist. Because the they're Bond racist. people are racist. Um, confirmed. Confirmed. And also, like, we're just being honest here. Yeah. And I don't know. But I was, yeah. So if this were, like, you know. A perfect world. <laughs> if this were a perfect world, I think it would be John Boyega. I could see that. I Molly said Lakeith Stanfield. I did say I did say that. I did say that. Which is fair. Yeah. I mean, I can't be like, 
No. Or who was that guy that starred in the um, Malcolm and Marie with Zendaya? Like, it's him. I can't remember his name. But that guy. He gave a good performance. Okay, Slay. I don't remember his name either. I don't remember. Um, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I know a lot of people for Ollie do say Tom Hiddleston because he gives, went to Oxford, studied acting. Acting. And he's a, he's a Brit. He's British. Which is a big part of Ollie's character. Yeah, One of the only parts we he's know. He's British and he's gay. He's gay and British. Gay and British. Yeah. He's gay and he's British. Yeah. Um, That's literally his entire character. It's kind yeah. of silly. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty solid fan cast. Pretty solid fan cast. It'd be a good, good looking movie. <laughs> it, would be a, a, it would be a good looking movie. It would be a good looking movie. My diddly darn goshness. I don't know how they would format it into a movie, though. Yeah, because, like, the then now, I don't know how... It's a little, they be a little difficult. do it. They could pull a House of the Dragon and just do all of the then, and then all of the now. But I think the charm of the book is that... You, you see things unfold. Yeah. It's like the whole time you're, like, leading up to, like, that phone call. Like, they keep mentioning the phone call. Yeah. And then, uh, we finally talk about it. And I was like, this was the phone call? I know. It was literally just him... Uh, being drunk before he went to, to rehab and that's why he realized he needed to go to rehab because he <laughs> oh that was so i was like expecting more yeah like a lot more he was just like i love, I love you. you like drunk like drunk people do yeah <laughs> um, yeah i i did on goodreads i did give this book a five out of five I gave it a four just because the ending. I think that's I think that's fair. I just like think especially in this genre, they never know how to end it, which I think is kind of fair because it's hard to end it, especially this one where I feel like they were like pining for so long. It would have been hard to end. I liked I liked you know Gus writing not Gus. <laughs> I'm seeing about Gus right now. Oh, Gabe yeah, writing. Gabe writing. You know that piece and like just essentially like you know taking control of the narrative. Of him, mm-hmm. like, of him online. I, d- I did think that that was, like, a really good ending. I think before, though, was bad. Yeah, everything before that. Yeah, I think that, like, the ending before that was bad. I feel like she definitely knew she wanted to do, like, the article. Like, the author definitely knew she wanted to do yeah. the article at the end and was trying to find a way to get there. And I don't I don't think it was super cohesive, but I think that that was great. No, yeah, I love the article. It was and Gabe taking the... He said, he said, this is my story now. You you don't need to know my story. <laughs> he said he said you don't know me. This is who I am. Yeah, and I think it was great. Yeah, it was. I like that he brought back the like what does success mean question. He brought that back in, and, and it was like love success. is success. Love is all you need. Anyway, yeah. So we like this book. We, we did, liked we it. Really, we really liked. I know. This book. Um, it doesn't have a. It has like a three point seven on Goodreads or like a four point something. I think especially like we read this book. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. We picked this book because on TikTok, I think it's at Amon's Books. Yes. Books. Yeah. Um, very popular book talker. Very popular book talker. Slay. You're, you're so slay. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, this is this is giving Andrew Garfield and Amelia from the chicken, chicken shop, shop date. Babe. And we said, yeah. I'm intrigued by this. Yeah, because there's that video of them at the Golden Globes being like, and Andrew's like, we have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, nice to see you again. He's like cunty, but also like I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, and they're talking about like zodiac signs. They said it gave this book gave that, so I wanted to read it. And I think to an extent, to an extent, yes, but to an extent also no. <laughs> yeah, because yes, but no. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that's all of our thoughts. I don't have anything else 
Let me look at my notes and see if I have anything else I wanted for once, to add. I think, for once, I think that my thoughts have thoughted. My, your thoughts have thoughted? I think that they've cycled. I've cycled through them all. Um, oh, I did want to mention that her um, this author's next book is called Once More with Feeling. It's about a pop star turned Broadway actress. And it's like the same format with the then and now. Um, and it comes out in April. I that think. sounds exciting. So I'm excited to see that. I think we probably might cover that one. Probably might. Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. I think <laughs> April's also a happy place. Emily Henry's fourth. Yeah. R- romance. Contemporary romance. Yeah, contemporary romance. Because she's written fantasy before. I didn't know I that until like Hawaii. recently. Yeah. She's ha- she's written other things. Yeah. That aren't in the same Gen- genre. But she found her niche. And I feel like she this author is finding her niche with the format. I like she's she's going to keep it like it. that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do think Funny You Should Ask kind of the title definitely only pertains to like the interview of it all. Yeah, the interview of it all being like, Funny You Should Ask. Yeah, this should is ask. what happens. But like, yeah. he, it's never said. I would have liked like an aha moment where somebody said it. Yeah, I I would love to hear like the author explain the title a little more and like why Funny You Should Ask. Yeah, why Funny You Should Ask. But yeah. I think that's all of our thoughts. Yeah, I'm Mike. I'm Molly. And you just finished listening to the second episode of the Book Talking Pod. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on our socials at Book Talking Pod. Literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah. literally everywhere. Email us, booktalkingpod yeah, at gmail.com. If you have some suggestions for what we should read next, we have not decided. We so. also, yeah, on our in- Instagram, we have a link tree. On the link tree, there's a link to our Goodreads and a link to our book tracking sheet where mm-hmm. you can see what we're reading each month, what we've already read. Yeah. Um, if you ever want some recommendations or if you just want to read along with us, let us. Yeah. I also, I really want to find like a, a Valentine's Day themed book. I already found one. To read. Oh, really? What's it? Uh, let me see. I have it all in the book tracking sheet. Oh, word. Word. I'm a bad business partner. I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, this is February. The Do-Over by Lynn Painter. Do-Over? Slay. And then, sorry, bro. Word. This one's gay. I was reading a gay one, but this one is about Valentine's Day. Okay, yeah, I did want to read. I tried to find a book about Valentine's Day because I feel like it'd be funny. I did Silly. it. I did it. I did it. But yeah, this is our second episode, our first real episode. Our where first, we yeah. First. Don't just talk about ourselves for like thirty minutes. Yeah, no, I hope you guys like it. I'll tune in next time, where we'll probably be covering the Do Over by Lynn Painter. Either that or Sorry Bro by. I think Talene. Yeah, it looked like Talene on the on the sheet. Talene Vascuni. So. Slay. Yeah, follow along with us or just listen. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're pretty funny. Okay, we should stop this. Yeah. (laughs)